This is Nova Church Halifax, where we love God and love people. Tune in as Pastor Mike Miller teaches from God's Word and how we can have a Nova life, a new life. Good morning, church. Uh, there's something about worship. We've said it many times, and we'll say it again. It's not just Christian karaoke where you follow the dancing ball on this screen and try to sing the words. This is not the, the masked uh, star where we're just trying to say, hey, who's going to come up next and who's singing this week? And It's definitely not the voice where we're just trying to critique talent. There's something about worship. And even with these live streams, you know, the new normal, how many terms that maybe you're getting sick of hearing, but we're using like the new normal. We're not just here to preach a message or do a, a kid's lesson. That's why even the praise and worship for kids is so important. Is there something about worship that changes the atmosphere? Can you feel it today? Can you feel that? It's God wanting to connect. And worship changes the atmosphere. Atmosphere is absolutely everything in our lives. There's never been, I don't think, in my lifetime, an attack on atmosphere like these last eight weeks. And worship sets the atmosphere right because it's all about putting God where he belongs on top, putting God first, putting God as priority, and everything else gets in line. We hope you're encouraged this morning by worship. We hope you're encouraged. God is good. God is so good. If you're just tuning in, maybe uh, you just found this stream on Facebook. Someone shared it today. Maybe one of your friends on Facebook, your Facebook friends, or maybe you just came across it. Maybe you used to go to church and you haven't for a long time. Maybe you've never gone to church. You're in the right place today. If you're a part of Nova Church, you're in the right place today. If you're on YouTube and you're watching this later on, we're so glad that you came. You need to know this about our church, that we're passionate about Jesus. Jesus has made all the difference in our lives. And religion is focusing on a lot of hows and a lot of whens. And we believe in being consistent in hows and wins, but it all goes through a who. And Jesus has made the difference in our lives. Jesus has saved us and helped us and is launching us and is with us. And we may be socially distant, but we're not spiritually distant. God is close to us. And today, our goal is really clear, if you're tuning in, that you would feel closer to God. Wherever you are on this journey, you feel like you're further than God, that today you'll just take a step. And know that God is passionate about you. God's not mad. God is not mad at you. God is actually uh, invested, connected, and excited to connect with you today. And we're, our goal, real simple, is just to help you connect with God. Not a preacher, not a worship team. Uh, just to connect with God. And that's our passion. That's why we do this. We want you to connect with God today. And we're praying that you would do that. If you have your Bible today, we encourage you to get your Bible. If not... Uh, you can look it up on your iPhone or you can go back and look at it later. You're going to see it on the screen in a moment. I want to read from uh, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. I want to encourage you this morning, these next few minutes, on this beautiful sunny day in Nova Scotia. I don't know if it's sunny where you are, but in Nova Scotia it's sunny today. And uh, we'll take it. We will take it. It's a long weekend. 1 uh, Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 23. Now may the God of peace... If we've ever needed peace, it's right now, isn't it? Peace. Even the word peace just brings peace. So much chaos and turmoil and stuff going on. So thankful he's a God, not of frustration. He's not a God of 
of, uh, of urgency or, or, or toil. He's not a God of, uh, he's not a frantic God. He's a God of peace. Can you feel God's peace this morning? I, I pray you do. May the God of peace make you holy in every way. And may your whole spirit and soul and body, spirit, soul, and body. Do you know we're made up of these three compartments, these three parts? It's like an egg. An egg has a shell, it has a yolk, and it has the egg white. It's one egg, but there's three parts. Did you know it's more than what you see in the mirror? It's more than just what you feel. It's, it, there's more to you. The Bible says that we are body, soul, and spirit. It says that may, may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless until the Lord Jesus Christ comes again. Verse 24. And God will make this happen. For he who calls you is faithful. God is faithful to you. Then 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 5. Examine yourselves to see if your faith is genuine. Examine yourselves. Test yourselves. Surely you know that Jesus Christ is among you. If not, you have failed the test of genuine faith. Examine yourself to make sure Jesus is with you and in you and about you. Today, he is faithful today. Today, for the next few minutes, on this beautiful long weekend, I just want to talk on this topic today. Check yourself. Check yourself. Examine yourself. Test yourself. Check yourself. Let's pray. God, we thank you for this morning. God, we thank you for everyone that's tuning in today. God, so many different places and stories. I would be amiss to think that everybody's doing well in this time. I'd be amiss to lump everybody into one section. There's every person viewing is at a different space and place. There's different challenges and victories and worries and dreams. And I'm thankful, God, that though we can't name them or mention them all, that you are actively involved in our journey and story and that, God, you are connected to us. God, would you make yourself real, even through the screen, through the challenges of live stream and technology, that, God, you can reach right in to apartments and homes and people that may even be at break on work right now. Can you reach in right now and just make yourself real? God, our desire is clear that we would love you more, be like you, more like you, and more passionate about your plan for our lives. God, we're thankful it's a good plan. You're faithful that you are connected to us. God, thank you that you love us. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 I, uh, this week is a pretty special week. A lot of weeks are special. There's always a lot of highlights. Um, and have you, have you had one of these quarantine birthdays yet? Have you, have you, have you seen these? Have you been up these? Like you're going through the neighborhood, next thing you know, you're in this lineup. You don't even know what it is. Next thing you know, you're, you're in a drive-by birthday for Timmy, who you don't know, but you're just waving and blessing Timmy. I don't know. Uh, I've been a part of a couple of drive-through birthdays. I had my own last week. I turned 45 last whatever day that was. I think it was Monday. I'm not really sure. Uh, but my wife and people on the team surprised us, surprised me. And uh, I've only been surprised twice in my life, and this was one of them. Had a drive-through birthday. So that was a big week last week, 45. Going to rock the 40s. It's going to be awesome. Uh, the older I get, the tighter my bomber jackets get and the tighter my jeans get. That's the secret to staying young, just so you know. But this week coming is even bigger. It's a big deal. We, me and Nancy, celebrate our 20th 
anniversary. That's a big deal. If you don't think that's a big deal, it's because you're not married. <laughs> if you're married, that's a huge deal. It, it is not easy. Marriage is not easy. It's a lot of things. It's rewarding. It's fantastic, but it's not easy. Anything worth doing well is not easy. Marriage is not easy, but I am so thankful Nancy's here listening to me. She's smiling as I'm even just talking about our love. Just, she's like, just, she's just, she's grinning at me. Uh, we celebrate 20 years married, 2020, May 20th, still 20 years of marriage, and that's a big deal. And uh, we're excited. I've realized this in quarantine with marriage. Quarantine can be challenging for marriage. Um, uh, I find it's important to find a place to hide once in a while. For me, it's my bathroom. Uh, some people call it a bathroom. I call it Narnia. You know, you just go through that door. It's a whole new world. And um, Nancy's like, you've been in there for 20 minutes. And I'm, I'm updating video games. I'm just having it a moment. And marriage and quarantine is, is something. Just, just it's something. Pray for us. We pray for you. So good. Uh, but I've realized in 20 years of marriage that there are double standards between men and women in marriage. Just going to say it like it is. I'm not looking at my wife right now. I don't want to see her eyes right now, but there are double standards in marriage. Just going to say one. I'm not going to get myself in trouble. Got my 20th anniversary coming up. Want to make sure that goes well, but I've realized this. If a husband falls down for any reason whatsoever, going upstairs, outside, playing sports, tripping over nothing, it is okay for the wife to laugh. It's okay for the wife to Instagram it. It's okay. There's, there's, that, there's no period of time between the falling and the laughing. It's okay to laugh from the very beginning. And you can even cover your mouth, but you're still laughing. That's fine. But if the wife falls, under no circumstance, is it ever okay to laugh, to Instagram it, to joke about it? If you're wondering when is too soon to joke about your wife falling, it's always too soon. There's never a good time, never a good time to laugh about your wife falling. So Nancy had a, a bad fall a couple weeks ago. I'm not going to laugh about it. I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not going to get myself in trouble right now. She had a really bad fall, hurt herself, had to go to the emergency, but she's doing much better. I'm not going to talk about that because there's never a good time to talk about your wife falling. So I'm going to talk about myself falling. Uh, this, this winter, we have a dog now. And uh, me and the dog are getting along quite well. Um, he's not on my Insta story all the time, but he's on there a fair amount. Um, Cooper, if you're watching, uh, I'll be home soon. Uh, I, uh, I bought jewelry for the dog last week. We've gone to that level. Uh, I bought him a new dog tag with his name on it. And then he's my daughter's dog, but I put my cell number on the back. Me and the dog are doing quite well. We've defined the relationship. We're progressing. Um, it's going well. We snuggle once in a while. I'm proud of that. I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm not a dog person. I'm a Cooper person. And when he's not behaving, uh, his name is not Cooper. It's Badly Cooper. That's what we call him when he's not behaving, Badly Cooper. So, but I had uh, the dog, Cooper, out for a walk. Me and Nancy went to this, this field. And um, I like playing with the dog. I like running with the dog. It's a, he's a big dog. And we're running. I'm throwing sticks, and we're running. And Nancy's down one end of the field. I don't know. She's praying, fasting, doing prayer walks, Instagramming something. And, and I'm down the other end of the field with Cooper, you know, being responsible, uh, picking up poop and walking the dog and, you know, taking all the responsibility I said I would not take for this animal. 
And all of a sudden, as he came at me, I'm trying to play with him, and I tried to change my direction on this snowy, icy field. And as I changed directions, he changed directions very quickly. I, on the other hand, did not do so well, and my feet went out from underneath of me. And next thing you know, I'm looking at the sky, and I landed flat on my back and knocked the window to myself. Koopa comes over and starts licking me and, and, and smelling me, and, and I'm laying there, and I'm just sitting there for a minute thinking, what just happened? And then my mind says, any minute, Nancy's going to come over and be like, What's, what happened? Are you okay? And she's going to like care for me and be concerned about me, and she's going to make sure I'm okay. And as I'm catching my breath, I'm laying there for a minute, and I realize that Nancy's not calling out to me. She doesn't care. She's, she's doing something. I look over, and she's just looking at me, and she's still Instagramming things, and she's just, and uh, I laid there for probably three or four minutes. Now, at some point, I'm, I'm fine, but I just want to see how long it's going to take for my wife of 19, 20 years to actually care that I fell. She never does come over. I get up, and I, I check myself, and I go over, and I was like, did, did you see me fall? She goes, oh, I thought you were just playing with the dog. I thought you were playing dead. I'm like, no, I almost was dead. I was not playing dead. I was almost dead. You almost lost your husband, and you were on Instagram. Here's what I realized in that moment when I fell. In my 20s, if I had done that, I would have jumped right back up. Like, nope. Nothing happened. I'm good. I'm good. You know, remember those days? Some of you, you know, you know what I'm talking about when you're in your 20s? Like, you fall down, you're right back up. There's like there's springs in your legs. Like, nope, didn't fall. I'm good. You know, go cry in private later on. In my 40s, I don't jump up like I used to. Here's what happens now. When I fall, <laughs> and it happens more than I care to admit, when I fall, the first thing I do is I just lay there and I start checking myself. Right? right, Because things don't heal like they used to. Things don't stay in place like they used to. And I just lay there for a minute. I'm like, all right, am I bleeding? <laughs> and first thing is, am I bleeding? Because I know my wife's not coming to check on me. And uh, I just start checking like joints and bones and anything sticking out of my arm or my leg. I'm checking muscles and Achilles, tendons. I'm checking heart rate. And I just check myself. I just check myself before I get up. I couldn't help but as I thought about last week, even when Nancy, two weeks ago, when Nancy's, Nancy fell, which we're not talking about, but whenever I fall is I check myself. This season that we're in, these last seven, eight weeks, feels longer than that, doesn't it? It's been traumatic. I think we could all agree on that. It's been traumatic. And I can't help but, you know, ask ourselves, you know, so ways people are saying, hey, when's restrictions going to open? When, when would we go back to work? When would we go back to eating at restaurants? When can we go to the beaches and the parks? When can we see our friends? And I just want to ask you today, before we get up and try to figure out what this new life looks like, before we get up and just run back to whenever church comes back to meeting, whenever we can go to our favorite coffee shops, whenever we can do life again, let me ask you today, how are you? Check yourself today. As I was praying for you and thinking about you this week, I just want to ask you to check yourself. In our province, they let up some restrictions. We're able to go to the beach and, you know, have a double bubble family. You can find friends you can hang out with. And before we get going, let me ask you, how are you? I don't know, maybe in this season you're 
as you're checking yourself, maybe your insecurities have risen to the top. Maybe you're thinking, man, no one's thought of me in this season. Like I haven't been reached out to and maybe those insecurities that you don't belong or that no one loves you or that you're not included. Maybe physically, man, that quarantine body, right? You know, COVID-19, it's because it all of us put on 19 pounds each, you know? Like maybe you're like uh, summer, summer of 2020 is going to be all about personality this year, you know? Like, but maybe you're dealing with like, I don't know, like I don't feel good physically. And, you know, I used to be able to kind of keep myself in a certain, you know, shape or maybe, maybe that's not it. Maybe the insecurities are coming up. Maybe it's your parenting. You thought you were a good parent until your kids were quarantined with you. <laughs> now you're just like, I don't feel like a good parent. You're seeing all these parenting advice and parenting Instagrams and live streams. You're like, I'm just failing. Maybe, maybe you've been trying to teach your kids homeschool and you just realize that you don't know anything that you're not smarter than a fifth grader or a third grader. I don't know. Insecurities come. Maybe it's your marriage. Maybe you've struggled. And maybe because before this you were busy and you were running and going that you never noticed some cracks in that marriage. And maybe you're insecure about your marriage today. Maybe your fears have magnified in this season. Your fears. Maybe, you know, you're saying because of what's happened, you're like, don't answer the door. Don't answer the door for any reason. Maybe it's, uh, I don't know if I'm going to have a job to go back to. Maybe you've already realized you don't have a job to go back to, and you're like, am I going to be able to find work in this economy? Maybe you're wondering, you know, what if I get sick? Who's going to look after my family? How am I going to support people? How am I going to, what if they're sick? You know, you're out at a grocery store, and you start thinking about a lot of things. Maybe fears have come to the top, and then you're left with, what will life be like when the dust settles? I don't know. Today, I'm going to ask you real quick, I'm just going to ask you to check yourself today before we worship again. I want you to check yourself today. A couple of questions I want to ask you today. Based on 3 John, in this passage today, 3 John chapter 1, verse 2. I love this passage today as we talk about checking yourself. And it says this, Dear friend, I hope all is well with you. It's interesting, that word well, it, it, scholars have broke it down. And I, I saw this one commentary that broke it down to this one phrase I thought was brilliant. What does it mean to be well? It means to prosper. It means to be whole. It means to be healthy. But it says, the best definition I saw of, I hope it's well. What does it mean to be well? It means nothing is broken and nothing is missing. I hope it is well with you. I hope nothing is broken. I hope nothing is missing in your life. I hope nothing is broken in your life. I hope with you as a person that you are well today. Friend, Dear friend, I hope it is well with you. On the other side of the screen today, nothing is broken and nothing is missing. That you are healthy in body as you are strong in spirit. I hope you are healthy in body as you are strong in spirit. A couple questions today as you examine, as you test yourself, as you check yourself today. Number one, I want to ask you, how's your head? How's the headspace today? middle of this live stream, Sunday morning, or, or whenever you're watching this. How is your head today? How's your thoughts? You know, there's so many thoughts going through and battling for that mind space, battling for the commentary in our head. And I realized this, having thoughts and entertaining thoughts aren't the same thing. You can't stop the thoughts that come into your mind. I've realized this. It's impossible. But having thoughts and entertaining those thoughts are not the same thing. The Bible says, take every thought captive. Because the Bible knows what we know, that once a thought comes in, it can affect your life. And all of a sudden, things start breaking and things start going missing. 
How's your thought life today? How, what, what is dominating your thoughts today? What's dominating your mind today? As you, as you wake up, when you go to sleep, what, what is the thing on your mind right now in this season? You know, in this, in this quarantine, they're talking about when we come back as churches and businesses, and they're saying that even airlines now are gonna start taking your temperature. And I just ordered some of these thermometers, these, 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 these scanners, these, that, these, these infrared thermometers that can take temperatures without touching. And we're gonna need these for businesses and churches. And we're gonna need these for airlines. And I can't help but say this, but when you come to the door of an airline, they're, they're gonna take your temperature. And if you, and if you have a temperature, they're gonna remove you. But if you pass it, you're going to be entered. I feel like we have to do that with our thoughts. How's your head today? If a thought is harmful, time out. If a thought is helpful, let it in. How are your thoughts today? Are you overwhelmed with fear? Are you overwhelmed with anxiety? Is, it's one thing to deal with stuff. It's another thing to start entertaining things that may or may not happen. And these thoughts come in. I want to ask you today, how's your thoughts Having thoughts to entertain them are not the same. Thinking it doesn't make it true. That's one thing I've had to tell myself. Just because I think it doesn't mean it's true. Just because I think that person is throwing shade at me. Just because I think that person has an attitude doesn't make it true. Just because I think that the world's going to go this way. Just because I think I'm not good at something. Just because I think doesn't make it true. Having a thought and entertaining it are not the same thing. I want to encourage you as we check ourselves today, check your thought life. Focus on what is true, what is pure, what is noble. That's why being a part of church has never been more important. That's why worship is more than just music. It sets your thoughts right on what is good. Let me ask you today, how's your heart? How's your heart in this season? Sitting there before we get up, before we go back into the norm, whatever that looks like. How's your heart today? How you feeling? Feeling frustrated? Am I the only one that sometimes the fuse is just a little shorter than normal? Just frustrated. Just how quick I get frustrated. Maybe you're sad. Yeah? Last week, someone asked me, how you doing? I'm like, I think I'm a six out of 10 this week. I just, I just felt sad, right? How's your heart today? Maybe you're, maybe you're peaceful. You feel peaceful this week? How you feeling? Maybe you just feel mad. Maybe you just feel like you're just angry all the time. How's your heart? Here's what I've realized, feelings are real. Sometimes we're guilty in church life and we just dismiss feelings. Feelings are very real. We have two teenagers and uh, they have feelings. Me, my wife, we have feelings. You have feelings, feelings are very real. But here's what I've realized about feelings. They're just not good drivers. Teaching our son who's 16 how to drive and he's a great driver, he's gonna be a great driver. Feelings are real, but they're not good drivers. You know what feelings are good for? on this journey of life, they're good for working the playlist. They're good for music playlists. Like, like, you don't want anybody in charge of a playlist that has no feelings. You know what I'm talking about? The best people that make the best playlists, they got all the feels, right? Like, you listen to a playlist, you're thinking, man, I'm just, it just feels like summer and partying and summer. And then all of a sudden it goes into this song. It's like, oh man, I just feel, I feel that breakup. I feel that missing that person. Then there's another song. You're like, man, I just feel so thankful. Feelings are awesome for controlling the playlist. They're horrible for driving the car. How's your heart today? I want to remind you today that feelings make great slaves and horrible masters. So many times we're run by our feelings. If I feel it, then I'll do it. If I feel like staying married, I'll stay married. If I feel like 
working for that company, I'll work for that. If I feel like going to church, if I feel like being nice to my kids, if I feel like being social, if I feel like feelings make, are great for playlists, but they're horrible for being drivers of your life. How are you feeling today? How's your heart today? How's your heart? Bitter? Unforgiving? What's going through your heart today? When you see somebody, what is that feeling that comes up when you think about that person that jumps on the live stream or that person you see their post or when your mind goes to that situation or your, goes back to that memory, what feelings come up today? Before we go on to this next thing of life, how are you feeling today? You need to check yourself. Most importantly today, I just want to land on this before we close today is I want to ask you, how's your spirit? How's your spirit today? How are you and God? Are you good? Again, we're having church today. If you're part of Nova Church, this is our church. But just because you belong to our church and you have our merch and you know where we usually meet and you tune in, I've learned in my life, just because I'm the pastor and the preacher doesn't mean me and God are always close. If you're a guest and maybe you've never been a part and you're still watching, doesn't mean that you always feel God's presence. You may feel like God's a million miles away. Let me ask you, how's your spirit right now? As you check yourself, how's your spirit? How are you and God? Are you distant? Are you close? Some people are like, I don't, it's not about God being close or not. I just feel numb. I don't feel anything. I self-medicate, whether it be with with prescriptions, or I just self-medicate with entertainment. I just self-medicate with just being busy, so I don't need to feel anything. I go to bed, listen to music. I wake up, and I'm running doing errands. I got uh, home projects. I keep myself focused on work or church or whatever. I just keep myself busy so I don't feel anything. I'm just numb. Let me ask you spiritually today. The Bible says that he made us spirit, soul, and body. So many times we think about our physical health or we think about our emotional health and it's important. But let me ask you today, how are you doing spiritually? I can't help but say, what a shame to go through this time and be doing push-ups at home and thinking about going for walks and making sure that emotionally I have relationship connections and then spiritually, I not leave this season without checking myself spiritually. How's your spirit today? I already read it in 3 John 1 and 2, but let me read this again and look at it through new eyes. It says, Dear friend, I hope all is well with you. That's a prayer. Praying for people. We prayed last night as a leadership team. We just keep praying for churches and people and government that they be well. Nothing broken, nothing missing. But watch this. It says, And I pray that you're well, that you are healthy in body as you are strong in spirit. You see that there? I don't know if you can put that verse up on the screen for me, but 3 John chapter 1, verse 2. Dear friend, I hope it is well with you and that you're healthy in body as you are strong in spirit. You see the connection in there? The author says, I hope you are healthy, not missing anything. I hope you're well, not broken, not missing anything in your body, which is your emotions and your thought, in your body and your soul as as directly connected to, linked to, you cannot separate it as you are strong in your spirit. Usually we don't go in that order, do we? 
Usually it's like, check my feelings, check my thoughts, and maybe I'll get around to my spirit. If I feel good, if I feel good, I'm happy. Man, if I feel good, Mondays are tougher than Fridays. Man, if it's sunnier, it's easier than when it's cloudy. If I feel good, then I'm happy. And then if I feel good and I'm happy, then I'm focused. And if I'm focused, I'm in the right headspace. I can't even. Head's too busy, too much going on. I just hashtag can't even right now. Why? I'm not focused. I'm not in a good place mentally. I just, I can't, I can't. I don't have the same uh, attention span or motivation. How, what's my motivation like? What am I feeling? What am I thinking? And then eventually you're like, okay, if I'm feeling good, if I'm thinking good, then I can be spiritual. And that's not what that scripture says. It says, I pray that you are well in your body, in your mind, as, I pray you're healthy in your mind and, and in your body, as you are strong in your spirit. Today, as I want to challenge you and encourage you, encouraging myself right now, if we're going to check ourselves, we have to start with our spirit. It's so opposite of what we've learned. It's so opposite of what culture tells us. It's so opposite of what we want to do. It's I deserve a break today mentally. I, 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 I want to make sure that I'm, uh, I'm good emotionally. That's important. It's tied to our spirit. You were spiritual before you were ever physical. Your spirit was before and your spirit will live on. The Bible says that when we die, when we end this world, to close our minds and this body fades away, we open our eyes and have the opportunity to be present with God. Your spirit will live longer than your body. But sometimes we spend more time on our emotions and our minds than we do on our spirit. In my Bible, I believe in looking after your mind and your Mental space and mental health, it's so important. Emotionally, made a commitment this year to laugh more and rest more. But I'm reading and understanding that it's linked to how strong my spirit is. That I'm healthy in body and mind as I'm strong in my spirit. So many times we're focused on our feelings first, then our thoughts, and if we get around to our spirit, and it's led to a shallow, inconsistent faith. Have you been there? Am I the only one? Man, I don't feel like being spiritual today. Man, I just I haven't I, I haven't even thought about God this week. I'm not even there. Go to church on Sunday. Go to a live stream. Be spirit. Open my Bible. Try to connect with Jesus. Like, I got too much on my mind right now. Let me just deal with some things on my mind. Let me go through that list. I gotta get that lawn figured out. I gotta get I gotta get my kids figured out. I gotta get my job figured out. I, I I'm not feeling ready for church today. I'm not feeling ready for God today. I'm not ready to connect. I, I gotta get the right playlist. I gotta get, I gotta get in the right headspace. I gotta feel it a little more. All right, if I can just feel some peace, if I can just feel some joy, if I can just get my mind off of my bills and the un, uh, the unsettling and the dust of life and the chaos, if I can just get my head straight and my and my emotions calm, then maybe, maybe, maybe I can just find a moment to get spiritual. It's led to an inconsistent, a weak church. This season that we're in, globally as a church, I think it is shaking some things and rattling some things that no one's feeling good, no one's thinking good, and we can't wait for the right feeling or the right thought to be spiritual. That at the end of the day, when all we have is Jesus, it's all we got. What we relied on 
eight weeks ago on our jobs and our status and our finances and our friends and our social connections. They've been shaken to the core and we don't have the right feelings and we don't have the right thoughts, but you know what we got left is our spirit. No quarantine can separate me from God. The Bible says nothing can separate me from God. Not heaven, not hell, not feelings, not quarantine, not a recession, not a pandemic, not a virus, not isolation. Nothing can separate me from God. Eight weeks ago, I relied more on my feelings and on my thoughts. And all that's been pushed to the side going, you can't trust it, you can't rely on it, and everything that you thought was normal is gone. I think God's shaking his church going, okay, now let's get back to your spirit right now. And you'll prosper and you'll do as well. Nothing missing, nothing broken in your body, in your mind. And it's linked to how strong you are in your spirit. Church of North America has been highly emotional, highly inconsistent. I'm a Pentecostal boy. We're known for being emotional. Our music is emotional. It's only a good service if we're yelling and amening and clapping and singing, and I love it. The Church of North America has been highly emotional, highly inconsistent. I've traveled enough. I'm so thankful for other countries that are coming to Canada to help give us some consistency, some strength. I've been in places that have nothing emotionally, nothing physically. They have no reason to be in a good mental space or happy. They got nothing. But they're consistent and they're passionate in their spirit and it changes everything. Everything that we've relied on has been taken away. The comforts we have. Things that we put stock in and hoping and shaking. And I'm reminded today, as we check ourselves, how's your spirit today? How's your spirit? Your spirit leads your thoughts and your thoughts feed your feelings. I'll say that again. Your spirit leads your thoughts and your thoughts feed your feelings. We need to feel better. We need to think better. But it starts with a strong spirit. What does it mean to have a strong spirit? It's not deep. It's just connecting with Jesus. Some of you are waiting for five points on how to connect with Jesus. I'm not going to do that today. I don't want to put these, this regimen on you. I don't want to put these rules on you. I don't want to put this, you got to read this and do this and pray this and go here at this time. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about connecting with a person, not a workout routine. I'm not talking about five points to a better life. I'm talking about a person that wants to connect with you, Jesus Christ. And that's what makes your spirit strong. Jesus said, I came to bring life and life more abundantly that when you connect with him, you're like, I don't feel Jesus. It's okay, he's still there. I don't even think about God. No, but he's still there. I feel far from God. Well, he's not far from you. I'm a Christian. I'm on the worship team of your church. I'm a pastor. I'm a board member. I'm a regular attender. I've never gone to church. Doesn't matter. It's a matter. The question is, is you can just connect with Jesus where you are. You want to be spiritual? You want to get strong spiritually? It starts with this question. Jesus, how are we? Are you strong in your spirit today? How are you spiritually? How are you doing? Check yourself. How's your heart? You feel angry, you feel frustrated, you feel bitter? Are you upset? Are you triggered? 
How's your head today? Is it busy? Is it full of worry? Is it unfocused, unmotivated? It starts with our spirit. How's your spirit today? The foundation, if we're well, is tied to our connection to Jesus Christ. How's your spirit? As we get ready to enjoy this long weekend, moms, dads, teenagers, young adults, seniors, whoever you are today, check yourself. Before we go into this next season, this next moment, check yourself. How's your spirit? How connected are you to Jesus right now? If you feel really far from him. I felt that. I've even felt that in this quarantine. But I'm good at this church thing. Sometimes I don't feel so connected. In the middle of this, I need to stop being a professional pastor and a part-time connector. I need to push it all aside and go, how are we? I just need you in my life. I just need to know what you think. I need to know how you feel. I need to know your plan. And a miracle happens. When my spirit is strong, I can deal with my mind and my emotions. And my spirit leads me into wellness. Nothing missing, nothing broken. Today I want to pray for two sets of people. You say, Mike, I know Jesus today. I'm a party of this church. I love Nova. Maybe it's another church. You're just tuning in. Your church has finished their live stream. Maybe, maybe you just, you, you know, you're committed. You're faithful. You serve on a team. You're, you're in but Spiritually, just check yourself today. Something's out of sort. Something's off. Something's hurt. Something is dislocated. I believe today we're just going to pray for a miracle to happen. That God's just going to come in and just connect with you. I can feel his presence even now. We've never needed God's presence and his spirit than we do right now. If you're able to, would you just bow your head with me for a moment? I just want to pray for you. For you right now. You. For your spirit to connect. Let me pray. Father, I thank you. Oh, Jesus, you love us so much. God, I'm thankful for self-help. I'm thankful for experts. I'm thankful for advice for my mental health and my emotional health and my thought life and my physical body. And I'm thankful, but God, it's linked to, it starts with me and you. You, Lord Jesus, how you are. I pray for my friends listening right now. I pray that they would reconnect. I pray for teenagers right now. I pray for the young adults. I pray for the young families. I pray for the seniors. I pray that we right now, right now where we are, we'd feel your presence reaching through the clutter, reaching through the distraction, reaching through the pain, reaching through the confusion, reaching through the fear, and just connect today. I pray for my friends. I pray for myself. Say, Jesus, I need you in my life stronger than ever. I need to know you're with me. I need you to speak to my past. I need you to help me in this present moment. And I need to know that you have my future. I need you right now. Holy Spirit, I need you to give me power beyond willpower, beyond motivation. I need divine power to connect with you. God, would you connect right now? Would you melt away the fears and the pain and the tormented minds? Would you melt that away? Would you make us well in body and in mind? Because you connect to our spirit. I speak life and I speak connection in Jesus' name. 
praying for a miracle for you today, church. Second people I wanna pray for is you don't know Jesus. The Bible says it's a decision to follow Jesus. Just like you decided to click today to watch this, it's as simple as that, a decision to follow. You follow on Instagram, you follow on Facebook. It's saying, no, no, I'm intentionally, you just don't stumble into this relationship. Jesus is passionate about you. We say, I wanna follow Jesus. I don't have all the answers. I'm far from perfect, but I wanna follow Jesus. I wanna find out what his plan for my life is. I wanna be around people that are following Jesus. I wanna, I wanna live a life that is intentionally connecting with Jesus. The Bible says it's a prayer. It says, if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart, isn't that amazing? Your thoughts and your feelings. A miracle happens in your spirit, it awakens your spirit. The very thing that's the core, that's gonna drive you, that's gonna strengthen you, that's gonna bring life to you. If you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that he is God, that he is Lord, a miracle happens and your spirit awakens. And now that's the source of strength in your life. It's not what happens outside of you. It's not what happens in the world. It matters. But the strength is what happens inside of you. It's a relationship with Jesus Christ. If you want to pray that prayer, would you just raise your hand? I can't see you, but just heaven can. Would you just take a moment? Would you just raise your hand? Just raise your hand. I want to pray for you. You're like, Mike, I've never been to church. It's been a long time. I've disconnected from God. I've not been following Jesus. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. Just raise your hand. I want to pray for you. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for my friends today that are raising their hand for the first time. They don't know you. They've, they've not followed you. They've been trying to do it on their own and they're tired and they're exhausted and they're disappointed with friends and social settings and themselves. And God, we don't look to ourselves to fix this. We don't look to ourselves for the answers. We are not the end all be all. Today, we believe in our heart and we confess with our mouth that there is something more, something bigger, something greater, something more powerful than governments and culture and ourselves. And that's you. God, you started this thing. You are handling this thing and you will be at the end of this thing. Today, we believe in our heart and we confess with our mouth that you are God, Jesus, that you died on the cross to pay the price to join us back to the Father and we get to enjoy that connection. We believe that you're God. We want to follow you. God, would you forgive us for our sin? Would you remove the distance of, di of disconnection and dislocation? Would you join us together? In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Did you pray that prayer today? Would you do us a favor? You're going to see a number come up on the screen. Would you text the word faith to that number just so we can celebrate with you, connect with you, we're not going to bother you or pester you. We just want to connect with you to let you know we're cheering you on. Just text the word faith to that number so we can celebrate with you. Today, your body, your mind, your emotions will prosper and do as well. Nothing missing, nothing broken as you are strong in spirit. Today, as we get ready to worship one more time, your spirit is getting stronger even now. Feel God connecting with you, you connecting with Jesus and a miracle happen. Amen. Come on, let's worship together.